Hey guys, welcome to another episode of PreacherCast, an unofficial podcast about the AMC original series Preacher. My name is Mafsan Mahfu. This is Jawad. So, uh, if you guys are tuning into PreacherCast for the first time, what we do here is pretty much discuss everything uh, about the current week's episode of Preacher. This week, we will be talking about the episode that just aired uh, last Sunday, which is titled... Uh, Sundowner. To find more PreacherCast episodes on filmbashbook.com, all you got to do is search up PreacherCast. You can also email us at podcast at filmbashbook.com with PreacherCast in the subject line. All right, so I got to say, like, for the past couple of episodes after the pilot, like, it kind of slowed down for the action. But after watching the first 15 minutes of oh, last man. Sunday's episode, oh my god. It's probably goodness. one of the best scenes in a, a TV show that I've seen in a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just nuts. <laughs> that was crazy. Like, that f- motel fight scene was, like, twisted. Like, yeah. dead bodies everywhere. and like, Oh my god. I wasn't, like, expecting that. Because, like, actually, like, Preacher has had, like, pretty good openings at least for each episode like there's always something like interesting or weird going on but this one actually kind of just started with them in the diner talking so I was like oh this is a bit of a slower ending it takes starts off like right after the last where the last episode ended but then quickly goes into that crazy violence violence in the motel I was like and that was yeah that was absolutely nuts and brutal yeah that was so crazy <laughs> the scene that we're actually talking about here is uh the one where uh jesse fior and de blanc are fighting against this uh seraphim angel uh at the at their motel room and uh she's like she's an angel but she's like the terminator of yeah angel. she's basically the terminator <laughs> <laughs> and like you can't well you can kill her just like Fiora and DeBlanc, but she keeps coming back. Uh, because they don't die, because, like, where, where are they going to die? They're angels. Right. <laughs> and, uh... I just, just like, like that them, logic. Just like them, like, when if you kill them, they just, like, appear over again. Yeah. So there wasn't any point to do it, but just seeing that fight... Like, in the beginning, you're, like, it's confusing, but, like, once you see, like, what they're doing with it, like, you still have all the dead bodies and blood there, even though the fight continues, and it just keeps piling on. Yeah, because, like, every time they die, like, they, they get resurrected, but it's more like being replicated. Right, because, yeah. Because, yeah. I guess, the, I don't know, the bodies just stay there. Like, yeah. They can't <laughs> like, do what do they do with it. the bodies? It's a huge mess. Yeah. And then you don't know where she's gonna, like, appear from again. Like, when, or I guess any of them, they... Whenever each of them dies, they have to, like, show up somewhere, like, could be, like, in the next room or the bathroom or something. I also liked when uh, Cassie just suddenly shows up, like, when they're about to be choke-handled by the angel and he just shoots them. It's like they were just, they had just gotten, finally gotten her down. Yeah. Like, you know, they didn't want to kill her. Like, that was the point, to, like, detain her. Yeah. But not kill her and... Just when they had it, right that moment. Yeah, it's like, dang, Cassidy, and they have you to ruined start our... over again. Yeah, we got to do this again. <laughs> and then it continues. <laughs> yeah. I also like the camera work, too. Like, when you see the fight, like, right behind 
from the next room, like in that peephole. Like, yeah. you just oh, see all yeah. that bloody goodness going on there. I was like, that could be like a, you know, uh, camera trick to so that you don't have to, they can not have to do as much, but yeah. it actually like really works, like for yeah. like making the violence seem even like more heightened. Especially then, with the budget that they have. I mean, obviously they probably don't have a lot of money to spend to, yeah. you know, have this big action sequence, but like it oh. was a smart way to, you know, like get us to visualize like what's going on. Well, when it does pull all the way back, you still, like, you yeah. see the, like, the you dead know, body of yeah, the Yeah, you still see the be- dead bodies going on. Yeah. I just like that visual. Like, you see all those dead bodies piling up everywhere. And, uh, like, sometimes in a violent scene, you know, there's blood and, like, a mess in a room. And you wonder how, like, in a mobster movie, they have to, like, clean it up. They have to chop off the bodies and stuff. Yeah. I wonder, like, I don't know. If, I don't remember. They didn't show how they clean that up in the motel but then room. but then again Fjord and DeBlanc did say that they're custodians or something like so that so that's their job like that's their job just to clean up that's and a like huge after, mess to yeah clean that up. is a huge mess they have to, all those bodies including their own yeah they have to like make exactly. disappear yeah and blood everywhere <laughs> that was so much blood but uh yeah this fight actually came right after uh, DeBlanc and Fjord told Jesse the truth of what's actually inside him. Like, they finally told him about Genesis. After like, uh, Jesse know. made um, uh, the DeBlanc... Tell uh, him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, were, uh, they weren't going to tell him, but he yeah. used his power, which, which um, I wasn't sure if he could do with his power at first like if it was just on people or like now you know that now you know he can do it on angels too yeah which you know I I felt like he could have used it on that other angel but yeah yeah. like just stop stop coming after me yeah (laughs) (laughs) like lock yourself up in chains or something (laughs) yeah so now with Jesse finding out about Genesis this kind of puts a big shift you know towards like the show moving forward where the comics was supposedly, you know, just went straight through like what's going on. So right. now with this, you know, with this big reveal, now the show can, you know, yeah. progress in in its story. Right. Like we know. Well, uh, Jesse knows, and the audience, if they don't follow the comics or know before, now uh, from the show, you know what it is. You know, it's not a, you know, like a a good or like an an angel creature it's like a mix or or a bastard or whatever hybrid of good and evil especially with jesse deciding that he wants to keep the power for himself like he doesn't want to give it up because you know he he loves you know being able to control people's actions uh i mean now since he's already had the power and he's been using it uh he likes it and he's Maybe he feels like, with a lot of people that are in power, you know, he has good intentions. So, if he has good intentions, then uh, he he can do good with it. Like maybe any government might think, like with the, you know, with the super weapon that they might have. Like as long as the, it's not in the hands of somebody bad, you know, yeah. it can be used for a good purpose. But then again, you gotta you gotta. You know, you got to also understand that he actually is trying to change into, 
like a good person from what he once was. But it right. seems like with this new power that he has, it's kind of like he's kind of, you know reverting back to his old self. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. But like he's been trying, he's been wanting to use it to, in a way to redeem himself and like help others the way he sees. Yeah. Is the best way. Right. To do it, which is with his power, and yeah. to give that up now, since he's already gotten gone so far with it, would be kind of like would just undo everything he's already done, which he doesn't want to do. Yeah. Uh, and then there were some things that he did end up doing that he almost didn't want to do which we'll talk about you know in a bit yeah uh, let's go to what happened with Eugene because like the way they were showing his storyline in this episode kind of got me a little worried for a second because like you know it's gonna be all oh, one of those things where oh he's gonna he's gonna end up you know being a victim to a prank or something yeah that's what I thought you know like, all of a sudden, these kids are being nice to him, and obviously there's some suspicion factor in there. He's happy, but also, like, he's wondering why they're being so nice and if it is going to lead to, like, a prank or something, which, when they uh, eventually take him into that tunnel, that's what I was thinking. That's what I thought too, and then yeah, they ended up just you know. And uh, normally, like I would, fireworks. if I was me, I would just be like, I don't think this is a good idea. I'm gonna leave, which I think normal a normal sane person would do. But maybe he he was just wanting to that approval, and he hadn't had that for uh, yeah from anybody yet. So because you know he was happy for a while, you know right right you know from right there. Yeah, and when he, you see what it was, just like a fountain of fireworks in a tunnel, yeah. and it was really cool. You know, it wasn't just like some stupid kids being, yeah. or like them trying to like prank on him. They actually wanted to show him. Yeah. Uh, you could see the, the happiness in his face. Like he... Yeah, you can. Like that he, this is like what he was been waiting for for a while. Like uh, just, that was like his moment of, or peace or whatever of like real forgiveness that he's been like had been looking for but it, w- it only lasted for a little while <laughs> yeah it was short-lived like which we're about to get into because like right after that moment that you know he had a sudden thought of like what what everyone thought of him so he goes back to Jesse and then he tells him that he you know it kind of felt like cheating you know yeah. that he ended up using his powers just so, you know, he can make other people do what he says. Right. Like, making everybody forgiven. Yeah, and I think that's, like, one of the the biggest, like, I guess, topics, or one of the differences between him and Jesse, where, yeah, Jesse wants, wants people to be happy. He wants to create a better town. But... You can't force people to do it. You can't make them. Like, people aren't robots. Um, and I think Eugene, even though he wants that too, he wanted what Jesse gave him, he does It's not, like, what you want is how you It's like, it. yeah, how, how he wants to, you know, yeah, you have be to, forgiven. Yeah. yeah. People should want to do that. Yeah. And it should be a choice, not, like, be told what to do and 
have to do it just because you're told to do it because people in general don't like to be just told oh forgive this person they want they should want to do it or told to be like good people um, or you know because people aren't robots they're they don't just take orders exactly people have minds I think that's what Eugene knew and that's what was bothering him you know he would rather people hate him but uh, have free will and free mind than like approve of him um, or like be nice to him but only being only doing that because they were told to right exactly unfortunately Jesse didn't see it that way right especially with that uh, that scene which was really well done by the way uh, between him and uh, Eugene like where, where he got so riled up and mad because of what yeah. Eugene was telling him and he did and I felt made, sorry for Eugene too because you know Jesse was being really harsh to him he was right yeah. but I think Jesse was thinking about himself and that's yeah at what the time yeah he was I think even throughout this whole thing even though he's wanting to do good and doing good means helping other people he's he is actually thinking about himself this whole time like he the power is becoming a little bit intoxicating to yeah him and he doesn't want to let it go even though he feels like he has good intentions and when somebody's calls when Eugene calls him out on that he gets pissed obviously or frustrated with him and uh, yeah that's what makes him do the doing did. what he just did like with I was like really surprised I don't know I like, don't know if that's I mean what he comics. ended up doing was like he got so mad that he told him to go to hell like literally literally go to, go to hell and not, then like which like if a preacher or priest tells you to do that even you know without their power you can imagine how that would make somebody feel yeah like you know if you go to church and some some priest tells you to go to hell like that'll make you feel like the worst person in the world but in Eugene's case he actually did literally like make he him like just go made to him go to hell <laughs> which is like even like like where, where do you go from there yeah <laughs> but it certainly makes things interesting as we're you know things start escalating this season and you know we're yeah. actually almost up to the you know the final you know episodes of the season so, yeah it's getting closer to yeah. I guess there's still 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 more that's gonna happen but it's getting closer to a climax that you can see but yeah but this was also just before he was about to go out and tell like go out to his uh, to the people of the town and uh, I guess do like a mass um, make everybody good by like making like turning them with his voice into like I guess good people but Eugene kind of stopped him but they didn't show like they didn't show what happened after that yet well not yet <laughs> but let's uh, change gears a little bit and then you know also talk about that relationship that we got to see between Tulip and Emily after yeah. that you know quick that that whole incident that happened where Tulip just barged in and ended up uh, breaking the piece Emily's of kids uh, artwork yeah and then she was like you broke my kids art thing yeah <laughs> you know, when I was watching it I had to uh, I, I saw like she was what she was holding in her hand but I couldn't make it out so I like actually like rewinded it a little bit 
So, uh... Yeah, what, what exactly was, was like, that? Yeah. Like, do you know what it was? I like, think I it looked like a dinosaur or something. Some kind of dinosaur? Yeah, but she was holding it upside down, so... Yeah. It actually looked like, kind of like a gun, like a fake gun, because it was a tail. Oh. So, but it was just, like, a piece of artwork. But I had... I, I, I needed to, like, go back and see what it was, actually, until, like... Then later, uh, Emily mentioned it, that it was just, like, some piece of art. Yeah. Um, but it was good seeing them, you know, bond. Yeah. Especially since they're both involved in, you know, Jesse's life. But she, yeah, first it was, like, you know, Tulip, Tulip just came up off as just being this, like, a wild woman that's, like, looked like a just totally angry at uh, Emily and whoever is, like, getting in her way. But then you saw, like, there was some compassion. Uh, yeah, there was. Like, and with Emily just going up to her and talking, talking it out instead of, like, being angry, you could see, like, how people could just make make up. And and then Tulip saw that she had a daughter and, and, like, she was compassionate towards her. I don't know if that has to do with Tulip's backstory in, in a way. I mean, we did learn that, you know, she did have a kid at one time. Oh, right, yeah. So, so that's probably why. That's probably why, yeah, she And got she was, so like, attached. willing to, like, help take yeah. care of her kid, too. Exactly. So you saw, you saw like, a very human and vulnerable side of Tulip, yeah. like, right after that. Yeah, exactly. Um, which was nice to see, like, you know, she's not just, like, this tough, hard person. They offered, uh, she offered to help, and she was, like, running errands for yeah. her. Yeah. Which was, you know, uh, yeah, really nice. And then uh, she ran into uh, Cassidy at the church. Yeah. And now they're trying to keep that, you know, what happened between them a secret from uh, Jesse, which uh, Cassidy didn't find out until you know. He's, yeah, he found out right at that yeah, moment. Right at that, that moment. Who the, who the guy, other guy was. <laughs> and you could see the hurt in his face. Like I guess yeah. now, like I wasn't sure from the last episode, but you could see that he does actually like really love her even though it just happened like all of a sudden yeah like he felt really hurt at that moment like, yeah he did uh, this expression on his face was just like heartbroken I felt bad for him in a way especially since you know Tulip isn't uh, Tulip is still focused on Jesse and Jesse is not like not reciprocating the same feelings yeah, I mean, uh, this episode overall, uh, even though it couldn't be, like, it didn't match the same greatness as the, you know, the opening scene, it did end up being perhaps one of the best episodes we've seen so yeah. far in this season. For sure. Yeah. And there were some small moments in the, this episode, too, which I liked. It was like, well, with the, the mayor, um, you know, trying to uh, hide... Or the fact that the body, or oh, or the, the, the bodies at Queen Cannon. Yeah, well, he was uh, avoiding the phone calls yeah. first, and then trying to figure out how to resolve how it. To, yeah, and he went to explain the this. Yeah. <laughs> um, while the preacher was setting up, and I, I like just like that one moment where the preacher offered to help, and then he took takes one chair, unfolds it, and then just sits down on it, and that's it. And meanwhile, the preacher is like looking like oh. Is that all you're gonna do? <laughs> like, but obviously he's like just thinking about himself. The mayor is. Well, know, he is. Yeah, I mean, he was trying to, you know, protect the reputation 
of uh, his um, you know his position in the town obviously so yeah and then he figured out the resolution at the end yeah with uh, making him look like a brutal car crash or something right. on the highway <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I certainly can't wait to see how everything's going to be tied together in the last few episodes yeah like it's it's really starting to escalate right now with what's going on with uh you know, with Jesse, and then, you know, finding more about Genesis, and then... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this episode didn't uh, show anything with the Saint of Killers. Yeah, I, I mean, it didn't go... It didn't really touch on that uh, yeah. during uh, this hour, but uh, I, I have a feeling they might yeah. go back into that, you know, maybe... I think the, that's going to play a bigger part in the, in the next... Or, like, towards the, the next episode or the end of the season... But I guess th- in this one, they, you know, just, uh, they left it out intentionally so that it's, it's going to be, it's probably going to play a bigger part. Of course. Coming up soon. But you can see the stakes now. Or, yeah. Or, like, how high they are. Mm-hmm. At least for Jesse. Right. And for uh, the angels. Oh, yeah, so, of course. Angels, um, too. Now that you see, like, it's not just them that are after the power, too, uh, trying to get it back. It's, uh, other angels or whoever or maybe there's devil the devil or the or demons, demons. <laughs> <laughs> the demons yeah. yeah that should be fun it's playing a tug of war between right. the angels and demons just Jesse's for that caught. one and Jesse's yeah. caught in the middle <laughs> yeah and he's uh, he doesn't want he's fine with that right? yeah <laughs> he thinks he's invulnerable yeah. which like in as I was watching the beginning you know seeing it there was a even though you saw um, the angels getting killed and, and seraphim, like the, all these bodies, obviously uh, Jesse doesn't get killed. But I was uh, like a little worried, you know. He's if he did get killed, he wouldn't be able to come back. Yeah. So throughout that fight, I'm like, I was a little bit worried, you know, like. What yeah, was yeah, me to too. Physically, but you know he's carrying the show, so obviously yeah. they can't kill him. But he's not. He's not invulnerable. He's still no, a person. No, he's still a person. So, with all these thing, people and or killers or angels that are now going to be chasing after him, and then and story with Quinn Cannon and all that centering around him, he's starting to seem more and more vulnerable, even with his powers. Yeah. So. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. So you heard it from us, guys. Uh, you know, if you guys have uh, any uh, thoughts on this episode, definitely uh, check out this podcast and, you know, just leave the comments. So, yeah, thanks for listening to this episode of PreacherCast. Uh, if you guys want to find more of my work on film-book.com, all you got to do is search up my name, Mafsimaku, or you can search up this podcast, uh, PreacherCast. Uh, you guys can also find me on Twitter, at twitter.com slash muffson and and you can find me on twitter um at my handle my name is uh webhead1974 uh if you guys are listening to this podcast on itunes or another podcast service uh please in review this episode if you guys are also listening to this podcast on our youtube channel film book podcast please like our video subscribe to our channel and also leave us a comment Uh, So tune in next week when we review the latest episode of Preacher. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. See ya.